0: Welcome to Creating the Good with AARP Illinois, a show with inspiring people who we hope will inspire you. And now, your hosts, Bob Gallo and Rosanna Marquez.
1: Hi, I'm Bob Gallo, State Director of AARP Illinois. And I'm here with my co host, Rosanna Marquez, State President. And we are excited to be returning for a second season of Creating the Good with AARP Illinois next month, today we bring you a special episode with conversations about an important topic on everyone's mind these days, the coronavirus vaccines.
2: It's great to be here again. As Bob mentioned, we'll be back in May, but before that, we want to share the stories of groups that have been helping older adults register to be vaccinated. Throughout the pandemic, AARP has been a wise friend and fierce defender for older adults, providing the best up-to-date information on the COVID-19 vaccine.
1: And we have three very special guests to talk about the vaccine. But before we get to them, let's hear from some of the AARP Illinois members who made the choice to get vaccinated. They're telling us what they're looking forward to now that they've gotten the vaccine. Let's listen.
3: I'm Sandy McAvoy from Springfield, Illinois. I am so delighted to be fully vaccinated. It now allows me to travel to Chicago to visit my family and hug Owen, my grandson. Hi, my name is Jane and I live in Chicago. I have had both vaccine doses and I'm very happy about
4: that because it has allowed me to spend time with my granddaughter, which I haven't had in a year and also with my family who live nearby. However, I'm very careful not to let down my defenses. I still follow public health guidelines, I wear a mask, and I social distance. My family will be vaccinated by the end of the week, so we'll be able to
3: spend a lot more time together. I am hopeful and optimistic.
1: Hello, my name is Charles Johnson from Olympia Fields, Illinois, and I'm so
3: excited to be vaccinated because it will give me an opportunity to visit my grandchildren and children. And I can't think of a better feeling than to get a hug from your family members. Looking forward to a reunion also. I'm
2: Carolyn Brumfield from Chicago, and I'm excited about being vaccinated because now I can go bike riding with my daughter who lives in Arizona, and I'll be able to hug her because we've both been vaccinated.
1: Hi, I'm Mike Dressendorfer, and I'm excited to get my COVID vaccination completed so I can go back to the ball games, even go to the grocery store, and just do all of the things I used to do before the COVID.
3: Hi, I'm Judy Barone from Oakland, and I'm excited to be vaccinated because I will get to hug and kiss my great niece when she makes her highly anticipated debut into our family this summer.
2: Hi, I'm John Strauss from Evanston, and I'm happy to be vaccinated
1: because I got to
3: go to the Cubs opening day. Hi, I'm Gail Strauss from Evanston, and I may be a cliche, but I can't wait to hug my grandson now that I'm vaccinated. Hi, my name is Maria Zichenko-Varela, and I live in Chicago, Illinois, in the Logan Square neighborhood. I received my two shots in February, and the one thing I really look forward to is getting back to my backyard activities with parties and having friends over to sit and enjoy the day.
1: Yeah, those stories are just amazing, Roseanne. And I have to say that I can relate. I've I've had both vaccines myself, and I was I haven't seen my brother and sister for over a year now, or even my my in-laws on on the other side of the family. And I particularly want to see my brother because our house needs painting and he's a painting contractor, so I need to get him over here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I can certainly understand that. I've not yet been vaccinated, but I am. Ele- I live in Chicago, so uh, I'm the last of those to be eligible on Monday, and I cannot wait to get vaccinated. Uh, and the first thing I have in mind to do is start going back to baseball games. I'm a big baseball fan.
1: <laughs> I know you are.
2: You know, ARP has fought to make sure that the coronavirus vaccine is free. For all Americans, we believe that Americans deserve to know everything about the vaccine and that no one will have to pay for it if they want to get it. Now, I'm really looking forward to, as I said, getting vaccinated. Um, And it is wonderful to hear how enthusiastic our members are to get the vaccine and how they're looking forward to in different ways uh, to get back into the swing of things in the world. And so continuing on with our our special edition of our program today, Creating the Good with AARP Illinois, where we're discussing the COVID vaccine, let's welcome two of our guests. Joy Paith is the chief executive officer of AgeSmart, a group in the East St. Louis area that helps older adults remain independent in their homes and in their communities. The organization describes itself as helping people age well their way. When older adults become eligible to receive a vaccine, Joy and her colleagues at AgeSmart use their networks to help connect residents in need with nurses in their community. One such nurse is Brenda Edwards from the Southwestern Illinois Visiting Nurse Association. She has been making home visits to vaccinate residents who aren't able to get their shots any other way.
1: Welcome, Joy and Brenda. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Let's go ahead and start with you, Joy. Joy, tell us about Age Smart and how did your group become involved in helping homebound adults get vaccinated earlier this year?
3: Sure, well, it happened organically. We have an advisory council that has community members and older adults on it. During one of our advisory council meetings, we were talking about a new program that we initiated to help people who were homebound um, address their health needs, Metro East Wellness. So Brenda and her nurses are part of that Metro East Wellness and we're going out to homes to help people that weren't going to their doctors and they weren't doing their regular screenings and they just had questions. So we had that relationship and another person on our council worked for the Eastside Health District. And I said, wow, wouldn't it be great if we could get homebound folks vaccinated? And that's where that collaboration started. The Visiting uh, Nurse Association just went out and did it, and Eastside was so willing to collaborate, which was really amazing. So,
1: yeah, that's just that's just brilliant. Um, understanding that folks were going out and into the community already, whether it was for Meals on Wheels or other um, home assistance, and and you know, adding vaccination to that, so smart. Give us a little, a bit of context about COVID vaccinations and older adults in the state. You know what are you seeing your areas you work in in monroe and madison county how are, how are they reacting um, you know to the availability of vaccines
3: well our our network not just the area agency on aging but all of the grantees that are part of the network have been making phone calls to individuals last month we made about 3700 phone calls and during that time we found that more than 50 percent of the people have been vaccinated we get very few people who just don't wanna do it. And I think the biggest concern people have is that the rollout seems so fast, but it really wasn't. This technology has been going on for a very long time. And when we had a pandemic worldwide, you know, everybody uh, came together and made that vaccine happen. So it wasn't that it was new, they have been working on that technology for a long time. But we've seen most of the folks either have their vaccine or are getting their vaccine. So that's a very good thing.
2: And so Brenda, the Southwestern Illinois Visiting Nurse Association was actually founded more than 100 years ago during the last pandemic. Is that right? That's right. That's how we were founded was
4: in 1918. We went out and took care of patients and we've kind of come full circle now
2: helping again. Yeah, pretty amazing, huh? And, and so why do you think it can be so so difficult for homebound um, residents to get vaccinated?
4: Well, for one, they are elderly, so it's difficult for them to even schedule themselves. At the first, you had to go online and do it. It was, it was difficult for me to do, much less them. Secondly, a lot of them are bed-bound, they're wheelchair-bound, they require special transportation to get where they have to go. And if they're not chair-bound or bed-bound, they can't stand for the amount of time that it would take to get in there and wait in line. So for them, it, it's a godsend for someone to come into the home. We do that on a regular basis anyway with our patients that we see. So it was a perfect um, fit for us to do that.
2: Yeah, makes sense, I'll bet. Um, so how, how about the reaction you've been getting from the patients for whom you get a, a vaccine? Have Have you had any responses that are particularly memorable? Oh, they well, they all are really, I have one. One of our um, patients,
4: well, our people we were going to vaccinate that we went out to see, she had, oh my goodness, one of my other nurses saw her. She called me afterwards. She was so, she just loved Marie. So she wanted her sister to be vaccinated. So I called to make the appointment. And I said, we'll have the nurse come out on whatever day. And she was, I only want the nurse that my sister saw because I want to enjoy my vaccine as much as she did. We're getting a lot of word of mouth, um, as well as me calling. I have people calling constantly. Someone from church, a neighbor, heard that we're going out into the community. If they fit the criteria, being homebound, we go out and do the. We set them up and get them vaccinated.
2: As a healthcare professional yourself, what, what kind of personal satisfaction do you get from helping uh, on the front lines with getting the vaccine out to patients?
4: Oh, I have to say, it for me, it's. Um, I feel selfish because I do get such satisfaction from it. I if I leave my desk and go out to see patients. It's like vacation for me. i There's absolutely nothing better than helping someone who who actually needs it and and they are appreciative. The areas that we serve, they're underserved, and they're people who really need the help. so they're they're waiting at the door for us with a big smile usually on their faces.
1: It's mm. very heartening. Um, now, now, Joy. In addition to those who are homebound, I understand that your team has reached out to thousands more older adults about vaccination. Is that right?
3: That is. So, in our phone calls, it's been pretty interesting. A lot of them have turned into well-being calls because so many uh, people over 65 in Illinois have been vaccinated. So that is really very encouraging but is very appreciative that we've just asked. And if people need assistance, we've been able to work with the eight health departments that we are connected to in all of the counties we serve and connect them to individuals that can either get them registered for a vaccine or, or help them with the registration process itself. So it's interesting thing too, with all these health department directors, there's been a back and forth. We haven't seen as much need for transportation to vaccines in our region, as they have in other parts of the state with the other area agencies on aging. But when we have, it's been, hey, Joy, we need to have this person who needs to uh, uh, to go to the get a, a ride to the vaccine. And with our entire network, we are able to connect them. In some of the counties, like, for instance, St. Clair, they've added some additional transportation options for Older adults, so they can get to the vaccine, vaccine, and they have a mass vaccine site, too. So it's been, it was rocky at first, I would say, um, because there there were so many people who wanted vaccines and were struggling to get to them. But it's really evened out, and the, the collaboration's going back and forth, and have been truly, truly wonderful.
1: So what's, what's the most important thing you want people to know about the vaccine itself?
3: For me, I I really think it's important for people to know, yes, you, you get the vaccine for your own personal good, but it's very different than going to the dentist or getting your annual physical. You do this for the people that are around you to keep them safe and, and to keep everybody, even strangers, safe and healthy. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Good advice, good, good advice. Yeah, so Joy, what if folks wanna get in touch with you about the vaccine? How can, how can they do that? Do you, do you have a website?
3: We do have a website, hsmart.org, and you can also call our office at 618-222-2561.
2: All right, very good. And, and how about you, Brenda? Uh, how do folks get in touch with the Southwestern uh, Illinois Visiting Nurse Association? So our phone number
4: is 618- If it's about the vaccine, they can ask for me, for Brenda, or ask for the COVID vaccine. They know to give me that that call, um, and we'll get them on the list as soon as possible.
1: Thank you, Joy and Brenda, for being here today. Uh, But right now, we have to take a short break. We'll continue our conversation on the coronavirus vaccine. Uh, You are listening to a special edition of Creating the Good with AARP Illinois, and we'll be right back.
0: As COVID-19 vaccines are becoming available, Americans are eager to learn more but frustrated about where to find answers. That's why AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the vaccines and the distribution plans in your state. Just visit aarp.org IL to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Illinois, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. Again, for more information, Visit aarp.org/slash/il or to book a vaccine appointment over the phone, call the IDPH vaccine appointment hotline at 833-621-1284. Again, that's 833-621-1284.
1: And we're back. You're listening to a special edition of Creating the Good with AARP Illinois. I am Bob Gallo and I am here with my co-host, Rosanna Marquez. Today, we've been talking about the coronavirus vaccine, and we are now joined by Laura Gaskill. She's one of the volunteer leaders of the Vaccine Buddies group of Naperville. Vaccine Buddies is a group of 120 volunteers that has helped more than 6,000 older adults get vaccine appointments. Yes, 6,000. Thank you, Laura, for being here today with us.
5: Thank you for having me. Nice to see you guys.
1: Indeed. Um, So tell us, um, who are the Vaccine Buddies and how did this group get started?
5: Vaccine Buddies are just a group of really big hearted people that heard that seniors needed help getting vaccinated and decided to raise their hand and join forces and do that. So we have people that are teachers who are retired themselves, um, parents of young kids, people who have a job in law, just kind of people who had really full lives Definitely before COVID, certainly during, um, but felt a need and a desire to help seniors.
1: Yeah. So speaking of big-hearted people, personally, what what encouraged you to get involved?
5: Um, I have two sisters who worked on the front lines as nurses um, on COVID floors and with COVID-positive patients, and they were really fearful. We all were as a family for them. Um, they were needing cloth masks. There was no PPE. This is back, you know, in the early days of COVID. And I think between that and the fear that I felt at that time, and then really the desire to get my own parents vaccinated, who are seniors themselves, um, you know, I, I saw the two founders, Rick and Jim, who started this organization, this kind of grassroots effort, I should say. And I thought that's a way for me to have a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel and just do something after a year of not being able to do anything to help really. This is something that I can do and so many of our volunteers feel that same way.
1: Yeah, wonderful on your part. Um, When someone calls vaccine buddies and in what ways is their buddy able to help them?
5: Oh, we are a full service (laughs) vaccine scheduling group of people. when somebody calls in they get connected with a volunteer who sometimes um starts out as therapy i mean i think a lot of of seniors in particular feel frustrated that they haven't been able to get themselves scheduled and it's nothing that they're doing Um, i think the system has been really complicated and hard especially if you're not tech savvy some of the seniors that we've helped have rotary phones um, they don't have a cell phone they don't have internet access or an email address or many of the barriers that um, you know, are put up just because technology has, has evolved so much that it's dependent on scheduling. So sometimes we're a therapist and um, you know, then we find and book them an appointment that is close to their home. Um, we've had many people of our group, uh, one of our volunteers, in particular, Anne, who has dra- driven people everywhere. I mean, she scheduled we are in the suburbs of Chicago. Uh, we have people who have printed and distributed confirmation tickets to seniors who don't have a printer and need that confirmation ticket to go and get their appointment. Um, really, it's it's been a lot of things. We do have people who speak different languages. So for some of our, our seniors and older adults who maybe don't speak English as their primary language and for the those forms um, that are in English, that's a really big barrier. We've helped with that as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic.
2: Yeah so so Laura, I, I think we've already heard a little bit of this from you, but what what were some of the other gaps in access? You mentioned language barriers. Uh, but what other gaps uh, in access to vaccines have you seen, and how is vaccine buddies helping with
5: that? I think the things that we found, especially originally when we started helping people in early February, that's when this this group got together, It was early February, was speed technology as the two like main barriers. So if if Jewel Osco, for example, or one of the retail pharmacies posted appointments, you needed to book that appointment within minutes. I mean, truly they were gone within two to three minutes. And so for a lot of our, our seniors, we were helping stay up until midnight and, and get that appointment, fill out that form and hit submit before that appointment was gone. So speed of booking an appointment was one major gap. And then like I said, technology, just having, having a smartphone, having internet access that is very, very quick, um, having a printer. Um, those are the things that prevented a senior from being able to sign up for an appointment, particularly when it was all dependent on that. It wasn't just a phone number and a human. And that's where we tried to fill the gap and just be a phone number and a human and uh, get those people appointments. Mm-hmm.
2: Is, is that pharmacy issue that
5: you mentioned, is that still an issue now? Again, none of us, these are all volunteers. No one is paid. There's no hierarchy. Um, We don't have a logo. There's not an infrastructure. So we have had people who have taken their seniors to retail appointments and another person maybe shows up and says, I'm here for a vaccine. And that pharmacist is put in a really tough position and says, I'm sorry, you need to go online. And if that person had said, I can't, you know, that's not something I'm capable of doing they would say, can you find a young person to help you? That was the approach. Um, And it's not any fault of the retail pharmacies, that's just how it's been set up. So we have created flyers and grassroots, everybody just walked to their local pharmacies and said to that pharmacist, call us, like have that person call our number and we will get them signed up. And that has, um, I think, helped fill the gap there for quite a few people.
2: All right. And, and uh, what about um, people who want to help their neighbors get vaccinated? What, what can they do?
5: Uh, I really think that right now we're asking people to check on your neighbors, knock on doors, check with your librarian or somebody at your favorite restaurant. I think what it really depends on right now is people asking other people are you wanting to get vaccinated? Particularly if they're 65 plus, I find um, a lot of people have thought that their primary care physician is gonna reach out. They're gonna get called. It hasn't been working that way. I'm hoping that that tide is turning and we'll hear more of that. But if you're 65 plus, you are at the front of the line. You do not need to wait for anybody else's turn. You know, And I think for all of us, it's our responsibility to check in with people that we care about and in our circles.
1: That's just absolutely wonderful, Laura. Um, So what if someone wants to get in touch with with a vaccine buddy who can help them schedule one of those appointments? uh, What's the number for them to call? And is is there a website? I know you don't have a logo. (laughs) We don't have a logo. We don't
5: have, no, we are, uh, yeah, truly a phone number and some really willing volunteers. So the phone number is 630-343-9044. You call and leave a message and one of our team calls you back and we find a place close to you um, to get you vaccinated.
2: That was Laura Gaskill from Vaccine Buddies in Naperville. And earlier you heard from Joy Paith and Brenda Edwards about their efforts to get older residents in the East St. Louis area get vaccinated.
1: And we want to thank all of them for being here to talk about such an important issue and an extra special thanks to our members who shared with us their excitement about what it means for them to be vaccinated. We really appreciate all of you.
2: Yeah, and, and, and to our listeners, thank you for tuning into this special edition of Creating the Good with ARP Illinois, where we talk with those who are making a difference in their community.
1: And don't forget, we'll be back for our second season in May. We're really looking forward to it. In the meantime, for more information on ways you, too, can get involved in your local community, visit createthegood.org, or to learn more, visit aarp.org forward slash il.
0: The opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the views of this station or network. We hope you'll tune in again for the next edition of Creating the Good with AARP Illinois.